Light. Hello, and welcome to the American Pale Mills Podcast, Light Edition. Light Edition. <laughs> I'm one of your hosts, Michael, and with me is the other host. It's me, Jeremy. The Light Jeremy. Smooth and jazzy. Jeremy, should we get into some trivia? That's what this is about, right? Obviously. Drinking beer and doing trivia. Yeah. It's like pub trivia, but without anxiety? Or, I don't know. <laughs> Re- reward. You can say Re- reward. Or, yeah, reward. That's probably <laughs> yeah. the more pressing one. All right. Okay, so Jeremy, I'm just going to go... I was going to, like, randomize this or have you choose. I'm just going to go down my stack. Yeah, go down the pile. In my hand, I have a Trivial Pursuit card from the Genius Edition, which I I think is just, like, the general trivia type edition. Genius Edition? Not Genius. Genius. Oh, no yeah. I. All right. I don't, so I don't know why it's called that. Um, but this is from... God, I should have double-checked. I think it's 1987. Okay. So it's like standard knowledge back in the 80s. <laughs> and it, it, these are difficult, so more difficult than the know-it-all edition. But uh, let's jump right in. Blue Pie, G, geography. What country are you in if you woo, W-O-O, in the woo, W-U, dialect? China? That'd be my guess, too. Do we lock that in? Let's do it. That is correct. Boom. Okay. <laughs> what film was based on the play Everybody Comes to Rick's? Oh, God. Do you know that play? What movie was based on this? Yeah. What film was based on the play Everybody Comes to Rick's? Well, this is the 80s, we're assuming. Could it be like The Big Chill or something? I mean, maybe. I'm. I mean, or it could be Diner. Oh, I don't know. I don't know that film. So I'm going to defer to you. But I'll give you this. I will not hold it against you if it's wrong. Diner or cocktail? Is it probably mm. a bar? You think Rick's is a bar? I'm a, I mean, it, but it could be a it could be a diner as well. Mm. And I can't remember when cocktail came out. Sure, let's go. Oh yeah, good point. Yeah, we're dealing with time here, aren't we? Let's. Uh, your first guess was diner, so let's go with let's that. Let's go with diner. <laughs> Casablanca. <laughs> Oh Jesus! Oh wow, we are way off. <laughs> that's that's a deep deeper cut than I thought it would what be. What a dumb name for the book that Casablanca was based on. Yeah, or play, or, or that too. <laughs> what a dumb name title. Period. It's pretty stupid is by my uh, by my count. What was the name of the B twenty nine that dropped the bomb on Hiroshima? That'd be the Enola Gay. I'm with you on that one. That is correct. I'm moving down here to arts and literature. Who kept the most famous diary in the English language? I mean, who kept it in the mo- in the English language? I, I know, I know that I'm splitting hairs here, and it's probably. I believe Anne they Frank. mean. Well, that would be that was written in German, right? That's the catch. Yeah, I believe so. This was written in English. They say kept, but I believe it's written. I think it's Samuel Pepys. Sure. P e o p s. I don't know who that is. I only know because of a podcast, so (laughs) let's see. We'll say Samuel Pepys. That is correct. I had the spelling wrong because it's P-E-P-Y-S. Samuel Pepys. Pepys? Peeps. It's pronounced Peeps. I do know that. (laughs) We're counting it, so we got... uh, I'm glad I caught myself on there. We're three for three. Or no, we're two for three. Stupid Casablanca. (laughs) Yes. Uh, No, we're three for four, aren't we? We got the Wu dialect, too. Oh, yeah, you're right. 
this is interesting. I'm curious to know the answer. Science and nature. What's the most frequently broken bone in the body? I imagine probably something in the forearm. Ulna? Ulna. That's the, that's the pinky one. I'd be on board for ulna. I, I have a feeling it's something weird like one of the tiny bones. <laughs> like it break your ear bone? Maybe not what a hammer that? or anvil, but... <laughs> Do you think it's the Alecranon? What, <laughs> what was that? <laughs> I hope not, because it still hurts. But uh... <laughs> oh, oh. Eh. Um, yeah, let's go with Alna. Okay. Oh, uh, maybe you've broken this. Let me know. The clavicle or the collarbone? I did break my clavicle last year. Is that frisbee? No, that was another. They're both bike crashes, Michael. Oh, that's the other. That bike was the crash. other bike crash. Yeah, I see. You're getting the bike crashes mixed up. <laughs> Because I crash my bike constantly. I'm assuming that one could not have been nearly as bad as this most recent one, though, right? I don't know, man. Did that did that suck too? I mean, obviously it sucked, yes, but actually, was it as sucky as breaking your elbow. Well, so you got to remember, at least with the elbow, you can uh, move your other arm. Whereas when you move your mm-hmm. body at all with a broken collarbone, you feel it. Because when oh, you really well, okay. So uh, put your right hand on your right collarbone. Okay. Now waggle your left arm around in all manner of direction. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. You That's feel how a it moves? Bit, yeah. Okay. I mean, now yeah. imagine that bone is not connected to itself. <laughs> you, you feel it. A and, bone jiggling around, basically. Uh, and you can't exactly cast your collarbone. You can only immobilize your right side or whatever right. side it happens to be broken on. Uh, you can only immobilize until it uh, heals. And then after that, it takes forever to learn how to lift your arm up over your head again. Hmm. I knew I was good when I threw up the horns at Metallica. and it would, <laughs> okay. se- Seriously, I know it's stupid, but uh, I, I saw Metallica at the Newton Speedway last year, and uh, uh-huh. I was just like, all right, step one. Let's see if I can do this, because I'm not throwing up the horns with my left hand like a communist. But, uh, is that something? Is that true? Is that no, a thing? It, it was okay. No, it's not a just, thing. Okay. It's just me being a horse's butt. Okay. But I was proud when I could like ever so briefly throw the horn because I mean it hurts. <laughs> but I threw the horns up at the end of uh, "For Whom the Bell Tolls" because that song smokes. So would you say that's that injury is one hundred percent recovered by this point? Oh yeah, or do you I, still I get little phantom pains. Or no, no, like that, that that one that one's fine. I also broke some okay. ribs during that accident which also yeah. sucks but uh that one I, I didn't really feel i feel like those were cracked as opposed to like broken but who okay knows? who knows uh no i don't feel any phantom pains but there is uh next time i see you i'll make you touch my collarbone because <laughs> okay. because it over ossified oh and so now there's a little, like a little knob on my collarbone oh that's interesting it's weird last question yeah next question um uh i believe this is sports and leisure what North American field sport has the most rules? Probably football. I mean, there's not a lot of North American field sports. Field hockey, high lie, well, no, not high lie, lacro- uh, uh, lacrosse. That's lacrosse, not. yeah. Maybe lacrosse, but I'm going to go with American football just because there's so many penalties and there's so much this and there's so much that. Holding, holding. Number 53, 3, 3. Michael, Michael, Michael. <laughs> oh, I, I got the penalty. <laughs> Yes, 
football. All right, good. So four out of six. That's better than I thought we would do for the crazy 80s edition. That's pretty solid. There's so many questions in this pack that are just, I don't know, just Gorbachev, <laughs> obviously Reagan, and and even those are too general of 80s figures, but just deep cuts, mm-hmm. like Iran-Contra. Or, um, it's a fascinating I, subject if you've never dug into it. It's pretty egregious. And the fact that he hosts, I believe he hosts a show on Fox News now. Oh, uh, Oliver North. Oliver North, yeah, I yeah. think so. I know he hosts a show somewhere. Whether or not it's Fox News remains to be seen. But He was a fall guy. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy, that's enough trivia. Let's get into the FDR. You mean where we find a beer, drink a beer, and rate a beer? That is right. Light, 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 light. <laughs> And I got this beer specifically because I've had it before, and I bragged about it on the show before. Um, it is from Black Rocks Brewing in Marquette, Michigan, where I was at earlier oh, yeah. last year, or oh, late yeah. last year. Uh, this is their Coconut Brown, and my brag was about how you I said brown coconut, and I, how I said brown. <laughs> and how you drank it all up? <laughs> the beer, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's a little flavor text for you. We at Black Rocks are proud to call Marquette, Michigan, Marquette, Michigan our home. Our name is inspired by the Black Rocks, located just north of town, where natives and visitors have gathered to enjoy Lake Superior for generations. Uh, that would be in Presque Isle Park, where I drove through, and it is a beauty of a park. Highly recommend it. We didn't go to the Black Rocks themselves, but people like jump off them into water and stuff there. Cannonball. I went to a Black Rocks tap house. Not, I don't know if the brewery is open for the public, but mm-hmm. this tap house anyway looked like an old, like it was a house that they converted into a tap house. And it was weird. They only had four beers on tap. And so I got a flight <laughs> with all four of them. And <laughs> I think this was probably my favorite of them all. So um, Interesting. Let's get into it. Do you remember what other what other styles did they have, Michael? I have to look at my Untapped or something like that. I know ooh, there's probably an IPA because the coconut one is a bit of an oddball for one of four. Yeah, that's what I thought too. It smells coconutty. Yeah, and also this will be good. Uh, last week we had a brown too. Brown. Um, the Avery's. Ellie's Ellie's brown, brown ale, ale. yeah, the yeah. dog on the cover, yeah, and it'll be interesting to kind of compare them because we don't have browns that often on the show. Now we're having two in a row. <laughs> brown, I said brown. And if this is not your average brown, Michael, according to the can, <laughs> life in the UP tends to move at a slower pace. A market summer often feels like island living. Take a moment and relax with this American brown ale, brewed with coconut. Aloha, eh? 12 fluid ounces, alcohol, 6% by volume. I also see on the website 18 IBU, Okay. and it's a year-round brew. Do you come across many places that have, like, something weird, capital S, capital U-W, as one of their uh, year-rounds? Yeah, I don't know. Not usually. I mean, I'm interested to see how weird this is, but coconut is not common. It's not. Yeah, as you said, the nose, there is a little coconut on there. Also a little of that uh, roasted malt smell almost a slight coffee but maybe that's the coconut kind of giving mm-hmm. like a creaminess to the smell jeremy are you going in not quite yet i was listening okay. you talk michael okay oh thank you mm-hmm. um 
Why don't you go in there? I like it. Um, oh, good. The, the coconut is, uh, it is, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Restrained. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, it's not like... Jesus on a coconut. Yeah. Which is very, very good, but it is, uh, it is not a subtle beer. But this is just like a little nice coconut accent on top of a, mm-hmm. a brown. Agreed. What I will say, comparing it to last week, I mean, this isn't the thickest beer in the world as no. far as mouthfeel goes, but it is definitely... Thicker. Thicker, yeah. I like the aftertaste, too. I, the coconut kind of lingers. And a little bit. A little bit of the roastiness kind of lingers, too, and it's just a nice little combo. Mm-hmm. I like this beer. I like it, too. Easy to drink. It is too. easy to drink. So I'm um, now that we're going farther down the brown hole, Michael, <laughs> do we feel that our assumption last week that browns are the session porters is holding up? A little bit. I would say, well, I would say this challenges that a little, a little bit it actually, does. because it's six percent, and it. I don't. I wouldn't want to just slam this down. Or this is more of a take a drink, wait a little bit, take a drink, wait a little bit, versus last week, which was, yeah, you know, take a big guzzle and go for it again. And, you know, the pacing of this one seems a little more smooth, a little more laid back than... True, but I feel like you you could slam this thing. It's got a little I bit... I mean, compared to a porter, yes. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. It's, um, it's got a little bit more sweetness on it than as opposed to, a, like, a big dark roast. Mm-hmm. It is a yeah. That's a good point. It is a little sweet. I'm sure, like compared to Jesus on a coconut, this is much more crushable. No, oh, 100. I mean, that is an imperial stout. But, yeah. But yes, I like this beer quite a bit, Michael. Yeah. As far as the evolution of taste, there's not a lot of variation. I think it's been consistent. But I think with this kind of beer, that's a good thing. Maybe the sweetness is kind of leaving a little kind of a film a little bit in the mouth but um so nothing egregious or overbearing i feel that this is more of a a, a sharp sweetness i don't it's hard to explain it's not like a lactose sweetness that is a good way to put it i'm i can't really think of an analog that can it can be described against it, it's just a sharp sweetness mm-hmm. do you know what I, are you picking up what i'm putting down yeah, I see what you're saying. Like most of the sweetness is when the beer is actually in your mouth, and then the aftertaste it goes away after you swallow it, and you get a it's a bright sweetness. Mm-hmm. And then you get the coconut mainly lingers. I like the fact that this is confounding me because it's not quite sweet like a like a milk stout is. No, no. But it's also not bitter and roasty like, say, uh, the breakfast stout or porter with a capital P is. It's somewhere in the middle Mm -hmm. because it does have a roasty aftertaste. Like, quite a bit of a roasty aftertaste, actually, now that I focus on it. Mm -hmm. But the coconut... Maybe it's the coconut. Because I can't think of an analog, makes me think that it's the coconut. Because in every other beer where there's coconut that I've had has been some sort of imperial stout or right. or some big sledgehammer. Hairy thing, yeah. Big sledgehammer of a beer. Whereas this one does not have the uh, Vietnamese malt coffee blend, or, you know, <laughs> yeah. whatever, to, uh-huh. on which to hang a little bit of a coconut aftertaste. This one just sort of, it lets the coconut shine through even though the stereotypical 
almond joy coconut flavors not really there. Yeah. I'm rambling again. No, no, you're pretty much right on. I, the coconut is just the right amount for the beer. Yeah, I like that you get access to that coconut flavor without having to... Pick it out of your teeth. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, I, I do have the other beers I had there real quick. I had a Belgian IPA called Dreamweaver, a cream ale called Grand Rabbits, <laughs> Rapids, and a 51K IPA, which was an American IPA. Or, well, on tap says it was an American IPA, which is kind of redundant. Or <laughs> And then I had this one. I did not rate it then, but I did say about it then, browns can be boring, <laughs> but the coconut makes this one interesting. Great aftertaste. So, past me, good assessment. Mm-hmm. Should we go in for a rating, Jeremy? Sure. I think I have my rating locked if you want me to go first. but I do. Also, okay. but I'm going to let you go in for a sip of judgment. And, okay. Uh, I'm going to assume you haven't watched any BoJack Horseman because it's a downer and it's a TV show. Yeah, and yes. You, and you hate both of those things. Truthfully, I think he looks really weird. I, I'd have to get over that to watch that show. I like the I animation petty, quite a bit. It is petty, but it's fair. I don't remember what season it's in. I think it's three, maybe four. They're doing like a week ago and now, and they're like jumping back and forth. And he refers to something bad comes up that he doesn't want to deal with and he says that's a problem for saturday bojack or or something along those lines <laughs> yeah. and then they cut forward to saturday it's like damn you monday bojack and so that's when you uh, refer to past michael I get, <laughs> that's that's what's going I, on i get visions of monday bojack or friday or maybe it's friday bojack putting it off for monday bojack i don't know solid show i highly read just watch the second episode with Patton Oswalt plays a Navy SEAL who's actually a SEAL named Neil McBeal. It's delightful. Second episode ever? Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe I'll commit to that and see if I can get over the uh, horse face. It's it's also not as uh, depressing as it can get, but my God, that show gets rough. But I hear there's, there's a lot of truths in that show, it's, as far as I understand. As far as I can tell, it's the uh, the only show that's accurately depicted depression. Which pretty tremendous, actually. Yeah. Because that's hard to do. Well, I'm thanking past me here for <laughs> trying this beer, <laughs> and past Dad for uh, being along that trip with me. And curse you, Monday, Michael. Because <laughs> um, I really like this beer. Um, there's not a lot of downside to it. Maybe a little, like I mentioned, the aftertaste. Good coconut, bad a few other things, but. That's a very minimal complaint. That's like nitpicking. Uh, I I don't want to big myself up in my selection too much here. I'm going to give it a 4.25. I feel like we're rating beers very high recently um, in these recording sessions. I have something to do with selection and just the mood of the time. Mm-hmm. But um, This is a good beer, though. It is a good beer. It's kind of undeniable, but... Um, I'm interested to see what you think. I want you to rate with your heart, Jeremy, and regardless of what I say, as usual, what do you think? The more I have this one, the more that sharp sweetness is kind of grinding my gears the incorrect way. Yes. That's what I was trying to get at with my downside aspect. Yes, Um, I agree. It's it's kind of acidic. Maybe, Maybe it's not acidic, but it feels acidic. 
and it's it's bizarre. I'm let me go. Let me go. It's it's leaving a really odd aftertaste. I will admit that aftertaste, well, initially coconutty, has become odder and odder. Is like with with some of these ones, given that we're trying to record on a quick schedule, even mm-hmm. though we're rolling up quickly on minute twenty eight. <laughs> I've been trying to allow the aftertaste to linger more than I would on a normal episode, just so I can get, or at least let it linger more than I would, just because like I don't have the the entirety of a regular FDR to do so. Right. And the, the yes. aftertaste is really not doing it for me, but I'm going to go in for a sip of judgment and see if the front end changes things. The front end is good. The front end is good. I'm not getting a ton of roast out of this one. Let me, before you go in for your rating, mm-hmm. do you like it more than last week's Ellie's Ale? I don't think so, no. You don't? Okay. I think we might have... Dog a, aside. Yeah, dog aside. Okay. I don't remember what I rated last week's one because, as we've established, I don't remember much of what we say yeah. about three seconds after we say it, I, we, yeah, which, I is, which is scary. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I'm going to give this one a 3.25. Mm-hmm. So we're we're 20% off one another. Well, well not quite truthfully, 20%. Truthfully, I'm kind of glad you brought my rating in check a little bit because after you said a few things, there were some BoJack Horseman truths in there. Um, but go on. I just feel it's the balance is off on this one. Mm. It's not bad. I would totally reach for this one were it in a cooler. It passes the reach test, but it does not pass the six-pack test. Um, yeah. I, I don't think I could have another one. <laughs> now that you no, said that. Like right now. I feel that this one needs either a little bit more roast or a little bit more coconut. Kind of define it a little more? It needs a little bit more definition. That's a good word for it. Absolutely. Mm. So, yeah, 3.25. Good stuff, but just uh, it's not hitting me right now. Okay. Well, good. I I think our average is probably somewhere within the realm of reality. You mean a three point seven five? That's the one. Yeah, yeah. Plus or minus point five. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I I I do math for a living. You Michael. do math. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Get the standard deviation of our ratings. I'm not um, gonna do that. The other, <laughs> I don't get paid to do that. <laughs> so we'll leave it at that. APM pod at everything. Rate, review, subscribe. Thank you, Mike, for keeping up with, with our untapped stuff. And uh, so for Jeremy, I've been Michael. For Michael, I've been Jeremy. And this has been American Pale Males. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>